Hi this is Nikita from newsonji.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Friday 24th of November. Afghanistan permanently shut its embassy in New Delhi today. The decision came nearly 2 months after it announced the shutting down of its operations on 30th September. In an official statement, Afghanistan's ambassador to India Farid Mamunzai said that the country has shut its diplomatic mission in New Delhi owing to persistent challenges from the Indian government. The ambassador said that the embassy had earlier shut its operations in hope that the Indian government's stance will favorably change to let the embassy operate normally. The mission had reportedly waited for 8 weeks for visa extension for its diplomats and a shift in the Indian government's conduct. Currently there are no diplomats from the Afghan Republic in India. Those who served in the national capital have safely reached third countries the official statement said. The only individuals present in India are diplomats affiliated with the Taliban. The embassy said it did not recognize Taliban as a legitimate or elected government but as an illegitimate regime. In the last 27 months the population of the Afghan community in India has notably decreased as per the embassy. Afghan refugees, students and traders have been departing the country resulting in nearly a 50% decline in numbers since August 2021. The embassy said it now rests upon the Indian government to decide whether to maintain its closure, consider alternatives or hand it over to Taliban diplomats. IT Minister Rajiv Chandrasekhar today said that the government will enable citizens to file FIRs against social media platforms for violating IT rules. Now citizens aggrieved by objectionable and misleading content on social media such as deep fakes will be able to notify authorities about the same. People will be able to file a complaint on a specialized platform developed by the IT ministry. As per the minister the FIR will be first registered against the company if the company will then disclose details about the origin of the content the FIR will be filed against the entity that has posted the content earlier union minister ashwini vaishnav had said that the government will announce rules within 10 days to check misinformation on social media this comes on the heels of prime minister narendra modi expressing concerns over the issue of deep fakes A recent fake video of actor Rashmika Mandhana had brought the issue into limelight. The 41 workers trapped in Uttarakhand's Selkyara tunnel for over 13 days are expected to be rescued by today evening. Earlier with just a few meters of drilling left for the workers, the rescue operation was halted due to technical snag. Indian Express reported today that a 25-ton platform supporting the auger machine drilling through the debris in the tunnel has been repaired and the operation is expected to recommence soon. The platform on which the equipment was mounted had developed some cracks yesterday and the horizontal drilling was paused. Officials said two to three additional pipes will be welded and advanced using a jack drill and pushing method. The process was estimated to take about 4 to 5 hours. Earlier a video of the workers showed them standing inside the tunnel in yellow vests and helmets. Reports said they had been doing yoga regularly speaking to their families and relieving themselves at a demarcated area to ensure physical and mental well-being. The workers had earlier only survived on dry fruits but on the 10th day of the rescue operation the authorities began sending them meals through a bigger pipe. Listeners over the past few weeks a prominent personality of Delhi's fabled corridors of power has dominated headlines 
This man is Chief Secretary Naresh Kumar. Recently, the Aam Aadmi Party government filed three consecutive reports seeking his suspension. Meanwhile, a report in The Wire pointed towards his purported conflict of interest in a land deal. Events of the past week perfectly encapsulate Kumar's fraught relationship with the Aam Aadmi Party government in Delhi. My colleague Pratyush Deep in his story titled A Thorn in Kejriwal's Side encapsulates all the controversies surrounding the soon-to-retire bureaucrat. We are able to bring you such reports and interviews only because you've got our back. Head on to newsondi.com and pick a contribution amount of your choice. Today, a Qatar court accepted the appeal filed by the Narendra Modi government against the death sentence of eight former Indian Navy personnel arrested on alleged charges of spying. They were sentenced to death by Qatar's court of first instance a month ago. News outlet The Quint reported that the Indian government's appeal was accepted. It cited sources close to the men's families. The charges were filed against the Navy veterans on 25th March. They were tried under Qatari law, but the situation worsened on 26th October after the local court pronounced the death sentences. The External Affairs Ministry had described the ruling as deeply shocking and vowed to explore all legal options in the case. The matter was being seen as the toughest diplomatic issue for the Modi government that had earlier been silent on the issue amid increasing anxieties of the men's families. China has reported a spike in cases of respiratory illness, especially among children, triggering fears of another pandemic. The hospitals in China have been overcrowded with patients, reports and videos showed, also prompting the World Health Organization to seek a detailed report on the development. Following a teleconference with Chinese health authorities, the WHO said the increase in cases of respiratory illness is earlier in the season. The WHO statement read, and I quote, Chinese authorities advise that there has been no detection of any unusual or novel pathogens or unusual clinical presentations, including in Beijing and Lyoning, but only the aforementioned general increase in respiratory illnesses due to multiple known pathogens, unquote. The WHO has recommended that people in China should follow measures to reduce the risk of respiratory illness which include taking vaccines, keeping distance from people who are ill, staying home during illness, getting tested and wearing masks. While it has not recommended any specific measures for travellers to China, it said people experiencing symptoms suggestive of respiratory illness should avoid travel. The world's leading scientists also urged caution over fears of another pandemic. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. News Laundry is possible because of our paying subscribers. We don't run on corporate or government ads. You too can be part of changing the news model. Go to newslaundry.com slash subscription. Be a part of the community that pays to keep news independent. For the smoothest News Laundry experience, download our app. Watch our shows Listen to our podcasts, read our reports, stay informed, pay for news, protect democracy, save the world.